ourselves and come before your glorious throne and your powerful word to be taught of you. And we want to, we want to learn of you and walk in your ways, Father. And uh, I just pray that uh, my words could be your words this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I, I did put an eye test on the whiteboard. <laughs> you know, I spooled up uh, Josh and Zach to give me a whiteboard, um, mostly for physics equations, but which... Uh, See, Barb's not here, so I can, I can talk about that. Um, and uh, so this is just an outline of what we're going to do for uh, three weeks. And when uh, Jack Visuette and I got together and, and talked about this, this was the idea that I had. And uh, seemed really good at the time. I was really excited about it. This is really going to be fun. Well, it hasn't been a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> This has been, um, I mean, I, I've, I, I've tried not to dive down into the weeds, but I keep hitting the mud. And it's just uh, slogging through this to try to really grasp it all is, has been tough. Um, so um, we're going we're gonna to try to go through this. I guess the one encouraging thing is, uh, and whether it's Paul or not who wrote this, sure seems like it. A lot of biblical scholars say that Hebrews is, is certainly written by Paul, but it's not stated, so we don't know. But one of the encouraging things is a quote by J.I. Packer who said, uh, you know, the writings of Paul are where men and women can swim, but children can paddle. So we're going to do some paddling uh, today to try to get through at least these, these verses. And this is sort of what we're going to try to do, uh, talk about what, what really do we mean by faith. And it's, and it's really defined in uh, Hebrews 11.1. 1. And then um, next week, we'll take what we've hopefully learned today and apply it to looking at the heroes of the faith. They're examples of by faith, by faith, by faith. And so that will maybe reinforce uh, what we've learned uh, so far. And then the last week, um, we'll do some application, which is really summarized in, in Hebrews uh, 12, 1 through 3. Great, some verses to, to walk by. So uh, that's the plan. Um, and how we put, the, put this into shoe leather is really what we have to do individually. So let's, um, again, the, this series is really the walk of faith. And I'll probably never forgive Jack Visuette for putting me up to this. <laughs> but he didn't choose the topic, so it's my fault. Um, uh, so um, we need to really dig into this. Um, so if you would turn in your Bibles to Hebrews 11... Let me just read Hebrews 11, uh, the first three verses. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the men of old gained approval. By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not, was not made out of things 
which are visible. Uh, I know what some of you are thinking. He just had to get to verse 3 because he's a one-act pony, you know, creation and Jesus upholding the universe and that. Well, that's part of it. Uh, I, have to, I have to confess that. But uh, you really, those first two verses really feed into the third verse there that we're going we're gonna to get to a little bit. Uh, before we do that, though, you have to have some context. Where We like to start at Hebrews 11.1, 1, but... But, you know, these, these chapter markings and things were not really in the original. So we have to back up a few verses and just see how uh, the recorder of this really uh, got into this. So let me start back at Hebrews 10.35, and we'll just a l- read a little bit uh, for context. Um, therefore, in verse 35 of, of Hebrews 10, uh, Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. And a couple of references to Old Testament and others. For yet, in a very little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. So that's really a lead into what is he talking about? What's his faith? How do we reach out and not shrink back? Um, But in verse 39, we are not of those who shrink back to destruction, but of those who have faith to the preserving of the soul. So we have need of endurance, as as we just read. Uh, What is this endurance? Well, and I'm not, I didn't go crazy with cross-references. I have a few, but at the start of this, my goal was I just want to really understand these verses as much as possible. Because if you have 4,000 cross-references, they're great because they, they really do amplify what the verses are saying, but my mind can't connect all those dots. So I just really wanted to look at these few verses and see what they meant. Uh, and I do, I do cheat a little bit um, with the Greek. Uh, are, are any of you familiar with the Blue Letter Bible? Great, great tool. And uh, you can really cheat on the Greek easily there. I mean, you go there and there are tools, and you can, you can break that out of the verses. So I use the Blue Letter Bible, a little bit of John MacArthur's commentary on the whole Bible, and I did refer a little bit to the Amplified and uh, the Greek-English New Testament just to see, is that what this Greek word is? So, so um that's the way we're going to try to go through this. So that word endurance, we have need of endurance. Hupomone uh, is really cheerful, believe it or not, cheerful or hopeful endurance, constancy, patience. That's really one of the synonyms of endurance, which makes perfect sense. The will or ability to wait or endure without complaint. Not too convicting. Um, and, I mean, the English sort of transliteration would be the power of enduring, the ability to last, continue, or remain. And those are all great things as far as the faith. That's where we want to stay. We want to stay right there. Um, and so, verse 36 continues, So that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. For, verse 37, Yet in a very little while, He who is coming will come and will not delay. And then verse 38, But my righteous one shall live by faith. And so faith is how we get 
to what's promised. It's the path. And uh, that's the, the lead-in to where we are. Just a, a couple of references. The, um, but my righteous one shall live by faith is also in Habakkuk 2.4. Uh, Behold, as for the proud one, that's, that's a little hint. We should be humble to approach this. His soul is not right within him, but the righteous will live by his faith or faithfulness. So pride in self is not faithfulness. So we can do this. No, we can't. Um, And if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure. Um, And so that's in him. And that's not stepping out in faith. That's really the shrinking back. Let me just hit a verse from Romans, uh, a couple verses in Romans 1. This is, if you want to turn to it, it's Romans 1, 16 and 17. And these will not be unfamiliar, but I just wanted to touch on these. Romans 1, 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it, the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, but the righteous man shall live by faith. And I sort of like the stair-stepping there from faith to faith. Because I think that's our experience. You know, we sort of stair-step from faith to faith as we're faithful in reading the Word and, 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 and doing His will, really, as he, in our lives. So um, that's one cross-reference for, the, but the righteous one shall live by faith. <clears throat> and let me just read verse 39 again, just to connect to 11.1. But we are not of those who shrink back to destruction, but of those who have faith to the preserving of the soul. And um, I guess how you would say that is the soul, well, the fullness of life and growth in him, uh, I guess is how you could, could maybe get a picture of that. That word destruction is uh, pretty, song, pretty strong. It's uh, apuleia, and it's ruin or loss. Physical, spiritual, or eternal. And it's like the loss of a ship. You know, many have, uh, 1 Timothy 1.19 says, Keeping faith in a good conscience, which some have rejected, and suffered shipwreck in regard to their faith. That's the same word, destruction, loss, a shipwreck. Um, that word shipwreck, stranded, floundering, uh, you know, the, like the remains of a wrecked ship that you might see in a harbor somewhere. That's, that's shipwreck. So that's what we want to avoid. That's, that's the lead-in, really, to uh, Hebrews 11. <clears throat> so now, Hebrews 11. And, and this is what I would like to, to do for the... Yes, Porter. I mean, this isn't Q&A time, but, but go ahead. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, that certainly is good. I mean, it's the, the reality, the, the substance, exactly right. Um, <clears throat> so let's, let's get into this a little bit. Again, I'm not a Greek scholar, but 
I, I can cheat with the best of them. Uh, so 11.1, the word now, what does that mean? Now, after what we read, read in, in chapter 10, now. Well, this brings us to this, this present time, what he wants to talk about. It's also an exclamation expressing warning or reproach or now. Listen to this. And so it could be a number of ways to look at that now. Uh, so that kind of gets, gets our attention. Uh, faith, the word is pistis, and it's uh, a feminine noun, and it's like moral inner conviction or reliance upon Christ, for example, belief or fidelity. And when the way this is sort of described, it sort of led me to believe or think that this moral inner conviction is not from ourselves. It's from the Holy Spirit who dwells within. And so this is spiritual bearing from within, I think is the way to look at this, this the way faith is being talked about here. Um, and, of course, faith is, uh, is is pretty straightforward. It is, as in I exist or I am. It is uh, the assurance, um, which is uh, hupo or hypostasis, which means naming or denoting uh, a setting or placing under, which I hadn't really realized fully before. So this is placing under. That leads us to humility again. You know, we need to be under the Lord Jesus is the way to get to this. So that's, that's another sort of picture of assurance. Honest subjection under would be another way, way to word it. Um, and other words, confidence, substance, Porter mentioned. Um, um, and another reference said things put under as a substructure. So we're not the main point here. Jesus is the main point. Um, and so uh, another way to say it would be this assurance is a setting under a firm foundation, that which has foundation, actual existence, substance, real being, uh, or steadfastness of mind, firmness, courage, resolution. So that's a little bit on that term, the assurance or the substance um, in, in this first verse of, of chapter 11. And of things, well, things, that could be hugely broad. But what it's talking about is real things, real existing things. Um, and things hoped for. Well, what would things hope for? To expect uh, or with confidence, trust, the expectation of the reality of things hoped for or promised. That's another way to say it. I'll say it again. The expectation of the reality of things hoped for or promised, like in the Word. Um, <clears throat> it goes, this verse goes on. The conviction or evidence, uh, active proof, if you will, um, or reproof. Uh, and then of things. We already talked about that word, things. And, and this this. Of things is one, one term, and the term is pragma, kind of where we get pragmatic from, um, really lends to the reality here. That which is or exists, a thing happening, um, a deed, um, and, uh, like a material object, really, in a way. It's real, real things. 
matter. Um, and so, really, it's real productive activity, a done deed, something accomplished. So the, the conviction of things, now wait for this, not seen, unseen, not observed. Um, this not is sort of a particle of speech where it's the absolute negative. You will never see this. It's, it's, it's not seen, the absolute negative, never or cannot, which was interesting, bless you. And uh, seen, the word for seen is blepo, and it's to look at, behold, but probably more importantly, to discern. So we're not going to see these things beforehand. They're unseen, cannot be seen or observed, not seen. Um, <clears throat> let me just read... I said I wasn't going to kill you with cross-references, but I, have, I do have a couple. Uh, go to 2 Corinthians, and in chapter 5, so if you turn to 2 Corinthians 5, uh, verses 5 through 7, Now he who prepared us for this very purpose is God, who gave to us the Spirit as a pledge. Therefore, being always of good courage and knowing that we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. There's a lot uh, in this couple of verses. Uh, we have courage, but it's really spiritual in nature, uh, who gave us the Spirit as a pledge. And we are of good courage, I say, prefer rather to be absent from the body and be at home with the Lord. And nine, verse 9, therefore also we have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. But what's at the heart of this? The Holy Spirit that dwells within, that we all have. Uh, so that's who we follow. He's who energizes the ability to walk by faith. I'm saying this like I really understand the whole deal, and I don't. But I'm just trying to take the Scripture and... And, uh, and as a conduit, uh, give it to you all. And so we're, I know we're all living through this and uh, growing in faith day by day. But this is, some, this is some deep stuff. And again, try not to get stuck in the mud here. Uh, but um, it's, it's really some deep, deep, uh, deep water for sure. So <clears throat> going back to Hebrews 11. So, now faith is the assurance or substance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, not even able to be seen. And so, pretty strong there. Um, the um, Hebrews 11.2, um, which uh, is sort of a connection between these two verses, Hebrews 11.2 for by it, or by faith, the men of old gained approval. Men of old. Um, 
So that, another synonym for that, elders. So I've resigned from the elder board, uh, not old enough. <laughs> Don't get the wrong idea. I mean, it, it, there's, there's, there's wisdom that comes with age, and that's the sense here. Um, the, um, so the men of old, and the word for that is um, basically the presbytery which is interesting, not to get denominational here, but it's, you know, um, <clears throat> the grammatical function here uh, is um, that um, these are um, men and women of wisdom that we'll see next week when we go through all these by faith, by faith, by faith. And so that's the point here. Um, and um, so for... By faith, it is the men of old, they gained approval. Men and women of old. The four here is just really an explanation. Four, he's going to explain what follows here. Uh, the effect is truly, therefore, verily, as the case stands, by it, and by is, of course, instrument, instrumentality, an instrument of, by it, or faith, um, and that's this word by it is like the it's the definite article um, and or you could say unto this end uh, the men of old now I talked a little bit about this but um, the, the word is actually presbyteros and it's um, I, I guess uh, I, I can't get rid of the older at all it's usually older and it's comparative with those maybe younger in the faith or maybe new believers. But um, the, um, you could look at, in terms of the whole scriptures, you could look at this as the elders, as, as the Israelite uh, Sanhedrist or the Celestial Council or uh, elders of old. We're going to see more of this as we go through this rest of it, verse by verse. But it, the, you get the sense it's this uh, a senior, uh, maybe more steeped in the scriptures, um, um, elder uh, type person. Um, and um, these men of old uh, gained approval, which a lot of them were martyred. And that was their gaining of approval. But the most important part is that they gained approval by their witness. Not just dying, but their witness and their walk of faith day by day. Literally, judicially, or figuratively, all three, uh, or historical, um, they, these people were examples of the faith. Um, they, they, that was their gaining of approval. Um, so... Um, I thought it was interesting that these people were witnesses, which we're going to see in, in the next section. Witnesses, literally, judicially, or figuratively, all possibilities, or historical, um, of, of this uh, witnesses for the faith, that they're walking by this faith that we're trying really hard to describe and understand. So that's Hebrews 11.2. Yeah, Kevin? So I, I tend to agree. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing that stands out to me 
is the contrast between chapter 10, verses 1 through 4, and chapter 11, verses 1 through 3. And chapter 10, it's all about the shadow, the things that are not real. And specifically, he says, since the law has only a shadow of the good things to come and not the reality itself of those things, it can never perfect the worshipers by the same sacrifices they continually offer year after year. Otherwise, wouldn't they have stopped being offered? And it goes on. And so here, and think, in 11, we've 11, crossed over. 11 is like, this yeah. is the reality. Yeah, we've crossed over. the law which is, you know, the, the works based to grace and faith, which is the reality of how to see God. And so I find that very interesting. There is a definite a transition. Contrast yeah, that's why I wanted to read those last few verses of chapter 10 for the context here. Is this yeah. is a developing thing, like you mentioned. Now, so, question? Now. Tom? Yeah, now, heck, now. So now uh, is the substance. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and you know, you, you, don't, you don't get that emphasis and that foot stamping just by reading it. You have to look at the context and the, what, how is this word really used? You know, how, what's the biblical usage? You know, now or for as explanation. You know, um, these, these words really mean something, and I think they're significant. So, where are we so far? Hebrews 11, 1 and 2. Now, faith is the assurance or substance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it, or for by faith, the men of old gained approval. And now we're to verse 3. Can I just say something? Sure. It's unseen. The life is not seen yet. That's right. Exactly. So, but we, if, if we pointed out a tree and said, well, these trees all died, and somebody would you know, correct you and say, no, they're, they're just, this is winter. In the spring, they, they will, they're not dead. They're just dormant at this time. But we can't see that life at this time of the year. Yeah, I think it's a great picture. We, uh, when we had the freeze a couple of years ago, we have the, these shrubs out in front, uh, near the front door. I don't have any idea what they are, ask Barb. Um, and um, after that freeze, we had never seen this in living 10 or 15 years here, but those things were the ugliest, grossest brown I have ever seen. They were dead. And so Barb's sister was visiting and they went out and, and we're chopping this all the way down, and right at the bottom, there was some green. At the bottom of all the, those shrubs, there was a little bit of green. So it was an interesting thing. Mavis. Jim, it make, this um, passage makes me think of um, 
the evidence that Nebuchadnezzar, or whatever the king's name Nebuchadnezzar. Was, yeah. And all the people that witnessed, there was a fourth person when there were only three in there. Hmm. And his appearance was like a son of man. Hmm. We know who that is. We know exactly who that is. Um, but, but, you know, th what they did was not something you just conjure up. It, it comes really from the faith that's really provided by the Holy Spirit internally. You don't just conjure this up. And that's, you know, the, the secular world has this view of faith, blind faith. Oh, yeah, you can believe that stuff if you want. It's, it's like jumping off a building and hoping there's somebody at, at the bottom to catch you. That's not what we're talking about here. This is a completely different, you know, term than just, you know, blind faith. Okay, you stumble on through that. Um, it's not what we're talking about. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jeff, how are you? <clears throat> It's a done reality. It's, it's, it's confident. Mm -hmm. It is, okay, it's done. And, and that's what I see here. It's this assurance, this confidence. There's, there's no question. And, and that's what faith is. And, that, and then the other thing I think of is James 1. And, and our faith has to be tested. It has to be uh, developed. It's, like, it's kind of like a muscle that has to be... Yeah, step by step, that stair step kind of a picture. Um, Augustine had a great quote. He says, uh, he said, understanding is the reward of faith. That's really what this Hebrews 11.3 is getting at. It's, it's not by faith we understand. It's not just by faith we know or blind trust. It's by faith we understand, you know. Um, and so let me just read Hebrews 11.3, um, since we're there. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. So, again, the word understand, understanding, like Augustine said, understanding is the reward of faith. It's not just know. It's more reality, this, this word. By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God. Um, this phrase at the beginning of three is by faith. We're going to see that you know, throughout the rest of this, like next week. Each one of these individuals, these heroes of the faith, it's by faith. Rahab, or by faith, you know, Noah, by faith. And so it, it really is sort of the engine that, that makes all this possible. 
Um, and again, this phrase is how, you know, how each example of faith in verses 3 to 31 is formally introduced. True saving faith works in obedience to God. Um, sort of a walking faith uh, in obedience to God. Um, the word uh, by faith is, we've looked at it a little bit before, pistis, and it's by persuasion, moral conviction. Uh, depending upon the truthfulness of God, it's like a believing assurance. We're just not out there in the cold by ourselves. It's, it's, it's a believing assurance. Uh, and, of course, faith equals dependence, which is part of the humility that we, we started with. So by faith, we understand that. That's all one word. Uh, noeo, which is to observe um, with exercising the mind, representing... Um, Let's see, uh, one concept in terms of another. So it's we understand that, and, um, and uh, so it, it could be the synonyms here for this is to comprehend, perceive, understand. Of course, again, it's bigger than just we know by faith and we're going we're gonna to believe this even though it doesn't make any sense. No, to comprehend, perceive, uh, discern, or grasp. Uh, to get or perceive the meaning of what's being talked about, to think upon, heed, ponder, or consider. And again, it's not just know superficially. It's, uh, as an isolated fact, it's, it's really knowing at a much deeper level, comprehending. We, we see God in this, which is much bigger than we are, or much bigger than the natural world. Um, we understand that... And here's the, again, again, the definite article, um, uh, this thing or that thing, and um, it's that the worlds. Now, what does the word worlds mean? Um, the word is uh, aeon, A-I-O-N, aeon is the way you could say it, and um, it, it's similar to the word eons that we get for talking about ages. Um, and so, properly, you could say this, this word, worlds, is an age, but it's not just time. It's, it's really the, the history of time. Um, it's an age, by extension, past, present, and future, to perpetuity. Uh, by implication, most of the references I read, by implication, this means, means the world. You don't separate time in the passage of time, from what's going on in the world. And so it's, it's another way to say this. It does say worlds, but it's also the time uh, aspect of it. it. We know that the world is not static. We could call this term the world age, but not great English, but it's not static. Um, and it's, um, I guess, the world of the ages is another way to say it. Um, since Barb's not here, I can say we could uh, use a physics term, uh, space-time, uh, matter, and energy, all three. You could, that's the universe, basically, which is how some of the other references said. It's really the universe or the world, which um, really means the universe. And so, um, again, the point is that the world and ages are linked and they're connected, sort of a composite term. Um, 
So these worlds, or the world plus ages, uh, were prepared. Uh, that, that word is interesting. It doesn't say created. It says were prepared. And uh, that term, that Greek word is katartizo, which means um, really the only way to describe his supernatural activity in creating uh, the world. It was created for us to live in. It was created to have history, to follow it. Um, another way to say this word prepared was to complete thoroughly, to fit, frame, or make perfectly, uh, and prepare, to render or to complete, to fit out and equip. The, one of the ways I like to, to say it, it was, it was the universe was put in order. It was created in perfect order before any kind of decay happened. And so it was perfect in that sense. Let me just read a couple more verses. Um, if we go to Genesis 1.31, this is the sense of what this prepare, um, prepared means. And it was, we're prepared. So this is past. So we're going to go back to Genesis 1.31. I'll start at, at uh, Genesis 1.31, and we'll uh, go into Genesis 2. Um, <clears throat> so, And God saw all that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning the sixth day, the last day of the creation. And in verse, uh, or chapter 2, verse 1, Thus the heavens and the, and the earth were completed. That's about as close as you can get to prepared. And all their hosts, uh, and by the seventh day, God completed his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day. Now, in, um, it's also interesting, in, in 2 verse 4, this is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made earth and heaven. So you, you can't separate the creation from some sort of a time reference which is ages, or the way the term worlds is used. But it's completed, it's perfect, it's prepared for us to populate and, and, uh, and live in it. Perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Um, so, going on, how did this happen? So just to, we're back in, in, uh, in Hebrews 11 again, Hebrews 11, 1. 11 verse 3, by faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God. And here we have, um, by the word of God. That word is rima, sort of how we get rheostat and things that release energy of some kind. Or rema is how you could say it. Uh, and what is this word? Well, it's how he created everything else in Genesis 1. And uh, if you look at Genesis 1, God spoke everything into existence. It was done. It was immediate. He, he spake it into existence. And so um, <clears throat> this is what this is talking about, by the word of God. And so this word is some utterance, that which is or has been uttered by the living voice, or in general, things spoken, or the word. Uh, it could also be any sound produced by the voice with definite meaning. In his first act of creation was light. And how did he create light? God said, let there be light. And there was light. Is there any process there? 
No, it was supernaturally uh, spoken into existence and it existed. Uh, so that, that's, it's a powerful phrase, by the word of God. And God here is Theos, uh, which is the supreme divinity. We all kind of know what this is from the whole, whole of Scripture. Yes, Porter? Who that brings up, you brought to my consciousness, that visible and invisible light. Absolutely. Because the visible spectrum that we... You know, the human uh, response, really, the the human, um, I'm not in physics class, I'm losing my vocabulary. It's it's the the, the response of the eyes is this really narrow little band. But light goes, you know, it's huge. Uh, The black body spectrum is an example of that. It's a huge spectrum. We only see a very little part. So, of God, the supreme divinity, this word uh, in other follow-on references to Scripture, uh, this can be interpreted as uh, Elohim, which is, you know, indicating His power and preeminence, or Jehovah, uh, His uh, unoriginated, immutable, eternal, and self-sustained existence, which is really foreign to us. Everything we know is not like that. And so uh, Jehovah, His unoriginated, immutable, eternal, and self-sustained existence. And so it also could refer to the Godhead in terms of the Trinity that we see in, in Genesis 1 and 2. So uh, we, we know who God is. He's the supreme uh, divinity. And so then the, the verse 3 goes on, so that, again, this is two into or here, uh, so that what, again, an article, like the definite article. Have we got some... Uh, Okay. Are we good? Okay. 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 Uh, believe me, I work through a lot of noise at home, too, so especially when the three little kids were here. <clears throat> so, an article. Is seen. So what is seen? Uh, blepo, again, the word we've looked at. To look at, behold, perceived, observed. Uh, which is a deeper word. And so in the biblical usage, though, this is seen is to see or discern with the bodily eye or to perceive by use of the eyes or by use of other senses or to discover. So it's, 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 a, it's a broader term than just, uh, just look at. Um, so what is seen, what we can observe now in the, in the universe around us, was not made. We've looked at that word made before, but... It's a verb, of course, and it's to cause to be uh, made or to come into being, uh, which is kind of how light, we describe light, and was not made out of, and this, is a, this out of is a primary preposition denoting origin, the, the point from which action proceeds out of in terms of a place, time, or cause, or from, was not made out of or from things which are visible or observable in the broader sense. Um, uh, So to bring forth into the light, cause to shine or be bright or resplendent, but mostly things which are not evident or able to become evident. So that's what that word um, uh, phaino means, things which are visible. Uh, So anything that could become uh, evident. So just to, to summarize this, Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. Now, faith 
is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, for by it the men of old gained approval. By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. He spoke everything into existence, and it existed immediately. Um, so that's what I have for the first, we, we stumbled through the first week here, um, and um, I, I hope that you have a, an appreciation of how deep this is. There's some, there's some deep water here, and, but important things I think we need to, to understand. Any other questions or comments? Yes, ma'am. Sure. Won't be long. Um, in March this year coming up, it'll be five years since I had cancer. And I cried out to God to carry my cancer. He did. And I just praise God for my cancer to everybody. And everybody's looking at me, are you nuts? You know? <laughs> and it, he gave me so much peace during that time and confidence. It's just amazing. Mm. I could have never imagined it. <laughs> so... Thanks, Charlotte. That, that's a great example. Uh, any other comments or questions? Oh, come on. Sometimes we can't shut you guys up. Oh, okay, Tom. <laughs> good. Thanks, Tom. Well, Bill Bushhouse uses um, Romans 4, 21 as, as a definition of faith, and, and it has stuck with me because it's, it's a way that I can exercise faith, I guess. And being fully convinced um, that what he, God, had promised, he was also able to perform. So that assurance and evidence, evidence is the promise. Here we have the promise written and illumined to our hearts and minds. Mm -hmm. uh, and we believe him, that he is able to do it. The same one that... Uh, brought something from nothing. I forget the Latin words, but uh, you know, the creator has, it, it's logical that e even the heathen would say, you know, there was nothing and then there was something. They, they say it was evolution, but um, it, it's logical that at, at one time there was nothing and now there's something. Mm -hmm. But that's evidence to him that he created. Mm -hmm. Only only God could have done it. Man cannot do it. And that's the point. The power is from him. And so we sort of get this wrong idea what faith is, that we have to conjure this up. No. It's from him within. Yep. Yeah. Just to trust him. Tom, would you close this? Lord God, we thank you for opening our eyes to your truth. We ask that you would bring us from faith to faith.